your dick. Smells like shit. Stinks like shit. Stinks like shit. My dick, pink and big. Your dick stinks like shit. I thought it was smells like shit. Stinks like shit. Because stinks rhymes with pink. Oh. Sort of. No, it does. Stink and pink rhyme. Well, stinks doesn't rhyme with pink. Pink, my dick, pinks and big. My dick, stink like shit. I think he says stinks. You're probably right. My dick, pink and big. Your dick, stinks (laughs) Stinks like like shit. shit. And that's the podcast. You're listening to Please Save Me. Please Save Me is the official recap podcast of Chicago Heroes. Network TV's number one drama. Chicago Heroes is definitely a real TV show but you won't find it in any TV guide. And if you don't watch it, that's that's your problem. You gotta take a side. You know what makes me really sick to my stomach? What? It's watching you stuff your face with those hot dogs. If you see me coming, you better run because I'm gonna lay you the fuck down. Nobody, I mean nobody, puts ketchup on a hot dog. Smells like courage. We wish you a Thanksgiving. We wish you a Thanksgiving. We wish you a Thanksgiving and a Black Friday. Happy Thanksgiving, Sarah. Happy Black Friday to you too as well. Happy Thanksgiving to my friend Ben Flores, and I hope you get all the all the um, ones and zeros your heart ever dreamed of on Cyber Monday. We have, we thank you, and we have fa-la-la-la lots to talk about today. So much. I'm stuffed with information I want to give you guys. And I'm stuffed with at least one piece of information I need to give you guys, which is that I am Ben Flores, your host of Please Save Me. And actually, a second piece of information is I'm here with my co-host. You've already heard her. Here she is again. Good gravy. It's me, Sarah Black. We're the two podcast hosts who are the ones that host this podcast. And it's called Please Save Me, and you found it on your computer, and now you're listening to it, so you know all that. Um, but in case you don't, we are recapping television's number one hit show, Chicago, Chicago Heroes. Ain't going to say it again, so learn it. Yeah, we'll never say the name of the show again on this entire podcast for as long as we live. And that's the one thing I can promise you. I swear to God on my entire family's life and Ben's life as well. We'll never say the name of the show again. And the thing about that is you can always, what we what we can do is we can say, okay, here's where we would say the name of the show. And then you can rewind to this, put a marker on your app for this moment right here, mm-hmm. actually 10, 20 seconds before this. And you can then jump back to that timestamp and play it, and you'll hear us say the name of the show for the last time that we were going to say it. And you can kind of mentally insert that to where we are in the future. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, did you have a nice holiday, Sarah? I had the best holiday. I'm so full. I can't get up off the ground. I have to be rolled around like um, a blueberry in Willy Wonka's little factory. And we're here in the Please Save Me mobile studio brought to you by... El Camino. It's in the back of an El Camino. (laughs) Yep. Uh, So, anyway. Wait, how was your Thanksgiving? It was awesome. Yeah. Uh, I had a turducken. 
Yeah. And that's where they put the chicken inside of the duck, inside of the turkey. Mm-hmm. And um, then they slaughter it and then they cook it. And then I eat it. And nice. And then they wrap it in bacon. That's the order it happens in. Yes. Then they wrap it in bacon. Okay. So they put the chicken inside the duck inside the turkey. Then they slaughter it. Then they cook it. Then I eat it. Then they wrap it in bacon. Uh, after I've obviously I've taken a big my big holiday dookie. And then... Your turducky. My turducky. My turducky, big as a wookie. Your turducky, small like Ewok. Doesn't rhyme, but it's a good image. Small like a cookie. I love that. Crum- crumbles like a cookie. Crumble. My turducky, big like a wookie. Your, Your turducky, crumbles like, like a, a cookie. cookie. <laughs> well, I think that the best thing that we could do now is move on. Move on because we have generated too much content for free now mm-hmm. for our listeners. And what I wouldn't want to have happen is that they have to start, you know, when you get a solar panels and if your solar panels produce too much energy off of the sun, because it, she do be plentiful, then the city or the state or whatever, they have to pay you, the power company has to pay you to, for your electricity that goes back on their grid. Do you know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, I, I, I know what you're talking about. It's like that with podcast with listening to a podcast. The podcast is free, but if we give away too much good content, to our listeners, they're going to have to start paying us. Yeah. And I would not want that to happen to them. No, no, no. We'll never, that's the poster, the podcaster's promise is that we'll never make you pay for a single minute of our content. Absolutely not. And that's because once we get on to doing the recap of the show, which is the name I'm not going to say, go back to that timestamp if you want to hear it. Say it. Once we get on to doing the recap of the show, that's content that we already paid for. So we don't have that problem because we had to buy uh, access to the watching the show. Uh, and access to doing the recaps. And I would hate for our listeners to find out how much we paid Yeah, for the licensing fee to do the recaps. You know when they play an NFL football game and before it it says like any unauthorized broadcast is strictly forbidden or whatever? Null and void, yeah. Yeah, null and void, (laughs) yeah. Well, think about how much it would cost to get around that, and that's how much we paid. Yeah. So... This was a big uh, holiday episode. Yes, I love holiday okay. episodes. We just get right into TV. it now. I yeah. Let's get right into it. Yeah. You love holiday episodes of TV. Yeah. What do you love about it? I just think it's like a fun time for us to reflect on the characters and a little bit more personality stuff. Um, we get to see them sort of all gather together and celebrate what makes each other great. Um, I, I, yeah, I think the holidays are just a perfect sort of theme or motif around which our characters can, um, gather, if that makes sense. Absolutely. I think that it's, you know, and then I'm going to come to it from the, you're kind of coming to it from the positive angle of things, right? Yeah. You know, I'm going to come to it from like the different angle. Okay. Because I think that the holidays are, they're also kind of like a boiling pot, you Uh, know? uh, Yeah. It's like you put all the, or a pressure cooker or whatever, you know? Instant pot. Yeah. An instant pot. You put ingredients in the instant pot. What happens in there? Um, Um, they're going to start hot. It's going to get hot. Yeah. If you put ingredients in the instant pot, (laughs) it's going to get hot. Going to get hot. Are you having any negative thoughts? All I have are negative thoughts. 
And that was what I was feeling kind of from this episode. Uh-huh. Because you're talking about the love and the family and the friendship and everything. And I'm thinking, yeah, but there was also, it was almost like a, you know, war for Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. War on Thanksgiving. War on Thanksgiving, yeah. yeah. So we open on the hero house. Yes, and everybody is drinking from their Starbucks Thanksgiving cups. Yeah, each one a different design. They're collecting them all as mm-hmm. a house. Celebrating great, uh, each yeah, each one celebrating a great social justice warrior of yep. our time mm-hmm. uh, with the quote on it. Um, so, okay, so like first cup was we had um, Joey, firefighter yep. Joey, uh, drinking a Americano yep. out of his grande Starbucks cup with a mm-hmm. picture of Mahatma Gandhi on it and the quote, Christmas isn't real. Yep. Okay. Which was the next cup we saw. Pop quiz, it's a pop quiz. We had cop Monica on um, her Starbucks cup. Yep. <laughs> she, she actually put her own face on her Starbucks cup, kind of like when the time person of the year was you and it was a mirror, she put herself on the cup. Yes, exactly. Because blue lives matter. And that was the quote that was written on her cup. Yep. Okay. And here's what I thought was interesting about that one. So I feel like they're trying to have their cake and eat it too with that one. Yeah. Because then we saw the next cup, which was uh, Ross, the paleontologist. It was his Christmas cup, you know? Yeah. And his, the design on it matched up. If you put it together as a set, with Monica's uh-huh. like you could put them like there were two halves or whatever, you know, uh-huh. the same. Um, cause what you forgot to say was that it was just, yeah, I forgot of, to say you forgot it. To say it. <laughs> it was, you forgot that's to say it. stupid me. Smoke weed every day. And that's what happens when you do. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say about the cup the right way, but then, then I, I got, got high. high. Well, okay, here's what it was that you forgot to say. Was it was just um then I got high. Half of her face that was on the cup, right? Yeah. It was just the left half of her face, then the but pushed up against the edge of the cup. And so <laughs> you and it said blue lives matter on it. Okay. So you got all that right, but it's just half of her face. And then Yeah, stupid me. On Ross's cup, there was half of Ross's face. <laughs> yeah. But it was the opposite half. So you could match them together. And so they it looked almost, like they had the same face. They looked like almost the same. But like they could be siblings almost. They or something. looked kind of like Harvey Two Face or whatever. You know, like almost Harvey two hours Two-Face, the same guy. yeah. And uh Ross's cup, it said not. Okay, right? Yep. So you had forgotten to say <laughs> Yeah, I forgot point. to say all of that. Yeah. Because um, his was like hers was like Blue Lives Matter. Yeah. And his was like, not. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know. They I kinda... keep making that joke. That... I'm the bad guy. They keep making that joke, the not joke. Starbucks does. Starbucks yeah. keeps and, making but also, the same type of joke. Yeah. Uh-huh. Which is really aligned with kind of um, Please Save Me, or Please Save Me, the show we talk about on the podcast the show with uh, the show we recap on please save me that i can't say the name of go back to that timestamp listen to it again that show it aligns with their humor they love to kind of like say not bach they love to say not yeah and then but um, they like to show they like to say not but show and you'll find that what I just said is not really true. So if you actually go back through the back catalogs of Please Save Me episodes, <laughs> what you'll find is that the television's number one show loves, loves to tell to and tell. say yeah. what's happening. Um, Long swaths of 
dialogue in which people kind of just Lots explain of exposition. <laughs> just um, kind of tell each other about their traits. <laughs> Or like about something we didn't see on screen. Oh, yeah. Lots of that. In between scenes. Trying to catch the audience up, but honestly taking more time than it would have taken to just show it. Yes, totally. (laughs) Anyway, then there's Chandler and he's got his little cup, his tiny little petite cup full of just a shot. It's like an espresso cup. Espresso, yeah. Uh And what was the design on that one? Um, It was green. Yes. Yeah, I know because I I remember because I saw that one and I thought green. They're getting a little bit close to Christmas with this holiday. I know, and by making it green, but yeah, but the reason it was green, you'll see, is actually good. Totally, and because it was named, it was um, the Grinch, because who's the kind of the social justice warrior that we all sort of associate with the holiday time, and it was a cup for his New Deal. So it was the Grinch's New Deal, and he. Uh, that was it. That was all that was on there. Yeah. Grinch's New Deal, it said. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hashtag that vote, was cool. Hashtag vote for it, it said after that. Yeah, and d- not to jump too far ahead, but that's kind of a little bit of foreshadowing, if you ask me. It, oh, yeah, it's related to this episode. So it's funny because this is a holiday episode, but it's also got some politics in it. Yeah. And what do we know about the boiling pot of the holidays? Is that politics don't mix in that? No, politics (laughs) are like oil and water in a pot. Can't mix them. Can't mix them. No matter how hard you shake it and boil the pot. Yeah. So I have nipples, Greg. Could you milk me? I have nipples, Greg. Could you milk me? So. Okay. So what is that? clip have to do with this episode and what we were talking about right now well if you'll remember that clip i have nipples greg could you milk me if you don't if you (laughs) you don't remember it just listen because i'm about to play it again i have nipples greg could you milk me and that's the last time we'll play it this episode until the very end when we ask you if you remember remember the clip okay so if you remember that clip, that's from Meet the Parents in a particularly tense dinner scene between Greg Fokker and... Uh, oh, that's funny because it sounds almost like a bad word. Yes. And Robert De Niro, who plays... Robert the, De Niro. The guy. He plays Robert De Niro in it, basically. And when he's asked... And you can kind of hear in his tone of voice, if you back... If you, I'm not going to play it again, but if you back up and you listen again, you can hear in his tone of voice he's kind of a little annoyed, right? Yeah, a little bit. And that's the way that things got at the hero house at holiday dinner. Yes, a little little annoyed. annoyed. Yeah. And it started off so nice. Like we see 15 minutes of them just kind of carrying different dishes out from the kitchen to Mm -hmm. the dining room and setting them on trivets and holding them in oven mitts and sort of uh, Joey kept kind of dipping his finger into some of them and making sure nobody saw as he took a little taste before they all sat down. Just some classic classic. stuff. Yeah. Classic Thanksgiving hijinks. Yeah. Um, There's, what was it that he was taking a taste of? Sweet potatoes. Sweet potatoes. And with with gravy on top. Gravy on them. Well, because that was a traditional dish that uh, Monica had brought. A traditional policeman dish. (laughs) Traditional. It's uh, it was in the um, 
uh, it was in the police benevolent society, you know, the cop union. Yeah. It was in the police benevolent society's cookbook. Yep. Was their annual for their annual cookbook. And we only know this because it was swag that was available on the website for the TV show that we're recapping. Yeah. You could actually, they put up a link kind of like an infomercial. <laughs> when Monica's sweet potato and gravy dish showed and they showed you could buy the cookbook that it came from. And it, did you? Yeah, I did. Yeah. I did too. Now we're going to have two copies. Yeah. And, uh, we should have talked about that. First. It looked kind of like it got printed out at a Kinko's. It had the little spiral bound. Uh, okay. Well, at least you got that. All they did was email me a PDF. <laughs> oh yes. Yes. Um, yeah, I should say that when I say it looked like it came from a Kinko's was they emailed me the PDF. And you went to Kinko's. Kinko's. (laughs) I had them printed out. Okay, well, you're lucky you did that because all I did was just get the PDF. Yeah. So not only did it look like it got (laughs) printed out of the Kinko's, it did. did. Um, And so Joey kind of dips his finger into the sweet potatoes and gravy and goes, He goes, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. He thought it was nasty. Yeah. And I can. And it looked nasty. That's the funny thing that you say about it looking nasty. It also smelled nasty, which I know off of when I tried to make it from buying the cookbook that I got printed out of Kinko's. Yeah, and we cannot get the smell out of the fabrics on the couch and everything. No, as you know, we're performing this podcast, by which I mean recording it, in the back well, of... Well, it is sort of a performance. In the back of my El Camino. And that's not just because Sarah can't move because she ate so much off of Thanksgiving. It's because the smell in the studio is so... So bad. So rancid. Yeah. You, I really, you can't overstate. I kept thinking you had left part of the, I guess you could call it a casserole or whatever. Um, I think I kept thinking you'd left it like just sitting out. No. Or like some of it had like actual, had got on like something and rotted or whatever, but. No, no. I can script it all of our interns to be uh, sweet potato and gravy liquidators where I basically made them uh, dig down about 100 feet and bury, you know, 12 feet or something and bury the sweet potatoes and gravy under concrete uh, to prevent it from, uh, to prevent it from leaking into the aquifer and damaging the wildlife and all that stuff. Yeah. So if the sound quality sucks on this episode, it's because all of our interns quit. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they all, well, the sweet potatoes and gravy fucking sucked ass. That was the first 13 or 14 minutes of the sequence. Yeah. Because Joey was going, blech, blech, blech. He kept doing it for a patooey, long time. Patooey, patooey. Yeah. And so, yeah, then everybody kind of sits down and they're eating and they're just sort of talking and laughing and passing and... Just like catching up on kind of typical Thanksgiving Day Chicago talk. Yeah. So they were doing their Chicago talk about, hey, how much are the Bears going to lose by today? Oh, that's a classic kind yeah. of, you know, in, in Los Angeles, people talk about what route they take to get somewhere. You know, ooh, mm-hmm. you took the 110 or to the 101, to the 405. In New York, they talk about different ways to be walking here. You know, A, hey, I'm, I'm walking here. B, I'm walking here. C, I'm walking here. I'm walking here. D, I'm walking here. But then the Chicago guys, they always talk about, hey, how much are the Bears going to lose by today? Yeah. And so they were doing that, and Joey was kind of like, uh, 12 points, you know? And then everybody's kind of like, mm, okay, okay, you Mon- think it's going to be that close? Yeah, Monica's like 27 points. Yeah. So yeah. she one-ups him. Yeah. And almost then, by double. Yeah, but yeah, more yeah. than that, even. Mm-hmm. And then 
who's the other guys that are there? There's Chandler was there. Oh yeah, Chandler. Chandler, he's a lawyer. So you gotta imagine he's pretty smart. He can figure some of this stuff out. Yeah, and he goes, oh, I bet they're gonna lose by at least a thousand points. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh then last but not least, actually but most but most is Ross. <laughs> He does prices right rules on Chandler, <laughs> and he guesses they're going to lose by one thousand and one points because yeah. he's the last one to guess. Yeah. So that takes up <laughs> the next minute, and then the opening sequence is done with. Yeah. Okay? For the next sequence, <laughs> we stayed at the dinner. That was table. all one stayed, long one tracking long shot. shot. But then we got a we got one kind of quick disorienting edit point where there's a rule in editing where you don't edit on the same conversation around to 180 degrees or it'll throw the viewer off. So they broke that one immediately with the first edit of the episode. Uh-huh. Uh, very disorienting. But we love when they break the rules. That's why it wouldn't be the same show. That's why we watch this show. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I mean, I think it's what's made it the number one show on networks is they're just doing stuff that nobody else even fucks with. You yeah. Know? Stuff that previously people would say is i don't know even bad or like they're flipping the practice yeah they're absolutely flipping the script i'm the bad guy duh speaking of duh joey sort of senses a lull in the conversation and he thinks to himself oh i better speak up or say something and he says to everybody hey you know the democratic primary is coming up and everybody's sort of like yeah joey we get it and he's like so uh, we're all voting for Mayor Lisa Kudrow, right? And there's, I don't know how to describe the room, but it was well, like a little. I would little... say the way I would describe it was there was text that became plastered <laughs> over the screen in really big, bold letters. Yeah. That said hashtag awkward. Yeah, that's a way to describe it. Yeah, it was not a hashtag with the word awkward. It said hashtag awkward. <laughs> Yeah. kind of like as if you would say it in your head. Yeah. Like, and then hashtag awkward. Yeah. And then uh, uh, another fireman, just a random guy at the hero house, just walks through the frame doing awkward turtle with his hands. Yes. Yep. And then they all were drinking Aquafina. And that was what the episode of the show was sponsored by was Aquafina. So I figure it's probably actually the case that they put this awkward moment in there just because they couldn't quite figure out a way to work in the product placement. Yeah. A lot of times they'll do that on this show. Oh, yeah. You know, they'll have, um, I don't know, what's an example of something that they've had to advertise for before? Like... Um, uh, um, uh, Re- Reeboks. Oh, right? Reeboks, yeah. So, okay, so they had an episode where it was sponsored by Reebok and, you know, they tell you at the beginning of the episode and in the TV guide who the sponsor for the episode is, you know, mm-hmm. it was presented by Reebok yeah. or whatever. And then you're like, okay, but how's it getting presented by it? I'm not seeing any, any Reeboks or whatever. Yeah. So they actually, in that episode though, that was the episode where they, uh, where all of the heroes became, uh, eBay sneaker resellers. Oh yeah. And they had to, so, so they were like buying all the new air Jordans, all the new Yeezys and all Mm -hmm. that stuff, like the air Jordans and the Yeezys mainly. And (laughs) then what they would do is they would, they would buy them in, they would buy them used, but then they would (laughs) rebox them. 
to sell them like new. Yeah. So, that so they was just they kept did. saying rebox. They kept saying rebox while they were boxing, reboxing <laughs> up the Yeezys and the Air Force Ones and the Air Jordans. And yeah. And I like that K-Swiss. one. Sometimes they're a little bit more heavy handed, though. <laughs> Even that. Yeah. Like, yeah. there's the episode. Do you remember the one sponsored by O'Reilly's Auto, Auto Parts where yeah. they all just kept crashing their cars because they were singing the theme song to O'Reilly's Auto Parts yeah. so loud that. They were just like forgetting that they were on the road. So then they crashed their cars and then had to go to O'Reilly's to get their cars fixed. Oh, 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 O'Reilly's Auto Parts. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. Exactly. Pretty and much. that was pretty heavy handed, but I also loved it. It was good the way that it heightened. Yeah. You know, where it was kind of like, yeah. okay, it's a scooter crash, then it's a bigger a, a motorcycle. Bigger scooter bigger crash. Scooter. <laughs> crash and then there's the motorcycle, motorcycle crash. yep there and then there the, was a the motorcycle with a sidecar crash yep there was the atv crash yep after that yep and then there was a just a smart car mm-hmm. crash then there was a regular coupe coupe yeah two-door coupe two-door coupe toyota uh corolla corolla the two-door coupe did they make a two-door corolla is that what it was yeah they got it i think right i think it was a two i think it was a toyota tercel which is like a car uh, from the 1990s or whatever. Awkward Tercel. And they, so that was how they brought it back into this episode. So we had them all <laughs> drinking the Aquafinas. And then that Tercel from the other episode, somebody just kind of, kind of did a crappy Photoshop job, I guess, to get it into this. They kind of Photoshopped it to look like it was parked outside of the house. So when you look through the window from the dinner, you could see it out on the street, but like they didn't actually park it out on the street. It was uh-huh. obviously kind of Photoshop because you could still see some artifacts from the highway mm-hmm. from when they, from the yeah. part they clipped it out of, you know? Yeah. And also it was video, not a still image. So it looked like it was rolling <laughs> around the highway, you know? So they're all at the table and they're kind of, um, sort of awkwardly trying to not acknowledge Joey's question. And he goes, wait, are you guys not all voting for Mayor Lisa Kudrow and her running mate, Chance the Rapper? Smoke weed every day. <laughs> and, uh, so, is okay. So I didn't yeah. mean to play that clip. Well, he said that after because there was such a weird pause that like, he was just kind of like, <laughs> he, "Smoke weed every day." Kind of like just like a tick. Yeah, you know. But then he tried to justify it. Okay, so in the show, Joey tried to justify why he had said "smoke weed every day" all awkwardly, and he goes is what Chance the Rapper and Mayor Lisa Kudrow will be telling you not to do because they keep things straight edge and clean living. Yes, and we've known already no guns, no bombs, and that also includes no weed, no um, CBD. Yeah, so if you remember back to the first episode that was of this season, the no guns, guns. no bombs things was like her whole... Platform, was, basically. yeah, yeah, yeah. So now she's running on that like federally, yeah. With and then they've had she has a new campaign song, right? Yep, that goes with no guns and, and no, no bombs, bombs and, pre- no and no bombs and no guns. President, he said, so a little awkward <laughs> the way that it fits a in. little awkward turtle. And I'm not sure if that's what she's gonna go by as president, is President Mary Lisa Kudrow. <laughs> If she um, knew what was good for her, yeah. she would. Yeah, but I mean, she obviously has. Did you make that joke the other day? Crap, that's not what I meant to play. <laughs> Did you make that joke the other day? Yeah, the other make moment, sure you maybe. played. 
Okay. So. And that was worth it. Wow, wow, nice. Okay, so here's the thing. There's a stylistic kind of switch at this point in the episode. Yes. Where we've been kind of discombobulated mm-hmm. and all over the place right now because that's the way that they filmed the first part of this episode. Yeah. The next part is very clear storytelling. Yeah. Very straightforward. Yeah. Uh, it's almost clear. like a Steven Spielberg movie or uh, something really straightforward like that. You know? Planet yeah. Earth or something. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Definitely Planet Earth. Yeah. So basically... Joey's all like, you're not all voting for Mayor Lisa Kudrow for president in the Democratic primary. And everyone is kind of good. Does their awkward face like we uh-huh, were talking about, uh-huh. like happens. And they then pull, pull on their collars a little bit like, oh, is it hot heat. in here? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, Chandler goes like, wait, I thought everyone was going to be voting for John Delaney. Yeah, which was surprising to me. And... Everybody is kind of like uh, a little bit more awkward silence. And Monica goes, wait, I thought everybody was voting for Kamala Harris. They all pull on their collars. They feel the heat again. Yeah. And I wish actually they reused the footage from the previous one. Uh, <laughs> yeah. They just kept kind of reusing that take over and over. It must yeah. have been the only one they got. I know I said it was really clear storytelling <laughs> like Steven Spielberg or like Planet Earth, but... This was, but this was. I mean, it seemed pretty clear to me that they were just reusing the same shot. So in a way, that's clear. Yeah, and it's said on the screen, "Pretend this is Steven Spielberg (laughs) or Planet Earth." So that's they tricked me. (laughs) Yeah. And then Ross is the last one that was at dinner, right? Yeah. Because okay, because Rachel. So there's this other friend that they have from their hero house named Rachel. Yeah, if you've ever remembered her. (laughs) (laughs) And she's on. Um, paramedics have to work on Thanksgiving. So <laughs> she's at the hospital uh, where the paramedics work. Yeah, at, yeah. in the burn unit. <laughs> yeah. She's, yeah. She's in the hospital in the burn unit. And we get right before Ross is, right before Ross talks, we see an empty chair at the, seat, at the table. They left an empty chair out to empty remember their friend at Rachel. Empty tables. No, no, friends are at at the the hospital. hospital. So we see that empty chair, and Ross has a thought. The table is not empty. No, the table is full of food, and (laughs) which none of them will eat any of it because it all smells like the sweet potatoes and gravy. Um, So they're all getting pretty hungry at this point, which might explain what happens after this, where they're kind of get a little angry, getting at each other because they're getting angry, right? Yeah. Well, so anyway, all they have is that Aquafina. <laughs> so, so the thing that is the thing that I was getting at right here is we see the empty chair, the, we hear the empty chairs and empty tables, and then they all get a look like they're remembering their friend Rachel, who's the other hero, the paramedic <laughs> at the hospital, and working in the burn unit. Yep. Right. Yep. And uh, she's going around from bed to bed where there's a patient that's in the burn in the burn unit. You mm-hmm. know, so you got a guy, he's got, uh, you know. Um, He's got a broken wrist. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. She goes, the guy, he's got a broken wrist. And she says, this she is says, a burn unit. Get out of here. <laughs> yeah. That's what she says to him. Okay. So that we think we know what we're in for. Right? She's going to go around to each person and say, what's she going to say, Sarah? 
this is the burn unit. Get out of here. That's what you whispered to me that she was going to do when we were watching. You said, you leaned over to me, you whispered. And she's just going to say that a bunch of times. She's going to go around every patient and say, yeah. this is the burn unit. Get out of here. Right? And, I, and I went to you, just watch. Right? You're saying that to me a lot when we watch the show. Yeah. And so then she goes over to the next guy. She's got a broken wrist. <laughs> He's got a broken wrist, but it's his right uh his his right arm, you know? Yeah. And she says to him, "What is that from jacking off?" Exactly. That's exactly what she said, which you knew cuz we watched it together. Yeah. I you told me to just watch and I did. And so then she goes over to another patient who's in the burn unit. Yeah. And um he's got a his nose his nose is too big. Right? It's really <laughs> long. His nose is really long, big nose. So he's got to be in the hospital, you know? And she asked him, she goes, where'd you get that from? Uh-huh. Do you remember what she said next? Where'd you get that from? Pinocchio. <laughs> she called him Pinocchio. Where'd you get that from, Pinocchio? With a long nose. Long ass. Long nose fuck. Pinocchio looking motherfucker is what she called him. <laughs> this Pinocchio looking ass over here. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, so that was her, that was, we saw Rachel working in the burn unit at the hospital. And that was nice. Okay. So different kinds of burns. So the... So then we cut back to the uh, dinner room. And Ross still hasn't said who he's <laughs> voting for. No, because everyone was thinking of Rachel. And so then he says, he goes, oh, yeah, I'm voting for Tim Ryan. Everyone's like, who? Everyone goes, who? Who? He says, Tim Ryan. And everybody goes, well, we knew who John Delaney was, but Tim Ryan? Yeah. They go, who? He goes, you, he goes, you motherfuckers sound like a bunch of Owls. owls. Owl-looking-ass motherfuckers. Owl-looking-ass motherfuckers. So then, now we're actually the burn. We're actually at the burn unit. Because Ross is burning everybody. Yeah, in the house, in the hero house, has become the burn unit. Yeah. So at this point, things get uh, things get more, more heated. More heated. Even burnier. So they start they start arguing about who's voting for who in the Democratic primary. Mm-hmm. Um, Joey obviously wants everyone to vote for Mayor Lisa Kudrow. People say all kinds of nasty things oh, about her. Oh yeah. Um, they're doing just like they're, uh, Chandler gets on his computer. He's making lewd photoshops. Yeah. You know, Monica's trying to arrest all of her friends for not liking Kamala. Right. Ross is calling up John Delaney and trying to do prank calls on him, <laughs> trying to get his credit card number from him. Yeah. Cause and he loves him so much as a his, candidate. Yeah. And his social security number mm-hmm. and all that stuff. And John Delaney's giving it to him. Yeah. Yeah. Ross calls up John and he, he says, uh, your, is your refrigerator running? Uh huh. He does that one. Yeah. You know, and John Delaney goes, uh, yeah. And he says, Ross says, uh, give me your social, give me your security. social security number. <laughs> uh, and John Delaney goes, all right, you know, 414-530792. Um, yeah, but I think what John Delaney knows is that since he has caller ID, that legally you have to give your social security number to a paleontologist if they ask. Yeah. So he does. Yeah. And we did get, we saw John Delaney consulting his, because he has the, because he's a, a politician. Yeah. He has the constitution printed out on big size paper on his wall. Yeah. And so we cut to his house, which was, it was all right. Yeah, it's not modest. It's kinda, it was kind of small. Modest. Yeah. For a politician. Right. And uh, he's got, um, <laughs> he, had a, he had a, he had a, um, a weight room. A weight room. And he had a head, <laughs> head waxing room. 
for waxing his bald head. Yeah. Remember that? Oh, yeah, Remember yeah, yeah. Remember when we took the tour of John Delaney's house in the episode when he's on the phone? Because he's kind of walking from room to room. One of these guys can't sit in one place while he talks on the phone. Well, and, and we get two kind of angles of it because we're getting the camera following him around, but then he's also FaceTiming Ross while he's <laughs> yeah. kind of showing Ross around the house, too. Yeah, exactly. It's one of these things they do on shows a lot, <laughs> is that on shows, people are always FaceTiming, you know? Yeah. It's sort of like... If a college student needs to talk to her mom for like 30 seconds before class, yeah. she's FaceTiming her. Yeah. Well, she walks through the busy New York City street. Right. You know? And and John Delaney is sort of like, is this MTV Cribs? And like pretending he's on MTV Cribs to Ross. And then there's also a camera there following him around. Smoke weed every day. And, but then, but then when he realizes that he's gotten his shit stolen, he's going like. Yeah. So this episode really had sort of a series of little sketches embedded within it. Yeah. Half-baked sketch. Yeah, I think this did like sort of seem like a brain dump of just the writer's room trying to get out some of the stuff that they have had tacked on the wall for a couple of years. Yeah. Um, and there was one big set piece that now happens. They Clearly, they've been kind of brainstorming this one for a while. And yeah. They, want, they wanted to see this happen yeah you know, like the helicopter scene in mission impossible fallout or the blowing up of the death star mm-hmm. in star wars yeah the final acapella competition in pitch perfect three so some of the greatest set pieces ever known <laughs> and put to cinema yeah so okay well, here's... add a fourth one Go, okay oh t- this this one you're adding this one okay no, this one is the fourth one yeah yeah but it's number one we're not these aren't ranked but the, this would be number one Monica stands up on the table and she points at each guy individually and she says, you know what? I'm willing to change my vote, but you guys have to convince me it's going to be worth my time. Mm-hmm. And they're all kind of like, yeah. what? Yeah. And she goes, it's going to be a dick measuring contest. Yeah. Yeah. And she's wearing her Kamala t-shirt uh-huh. that has Kamala Harris saying uh, people don't want to see a food fight on it. And mm-hmm. that was kind of a little red herring where I thought it was going to be a food fight. Yeah. I was like, okay, well, we got all this food on the table. They're yeah. not eating it. Yeah. Obviously, they're going to fight with it. Right. You know? Um, they didn't. They didn't. Kind of stayed untouched. I think they wanted to respect each other by not getting those sweet potatoes and gravy into the fabrics of yeah. each other's clothes. Yeah. And when we say that it stayed untouched, we what we mean is that we're it's about to different. tell you. We're, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> we mean is that we're about to tell you that it was actually central to the dick measuring contest, right? Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah, it didn't stay untouched for long because, you know, Monica goes on kind of this tangent of like, well, this has all kind of become sort of a dick measuring contest more metaphorically, so why don't we make it a real one? And the guys are all kind of like, all right. I'm also just a girl standing in front of a boy. More like four boys, three boys. Three boys. Well, four boys. to love her. Depending what the turkey was. And that's the next thing that happens. So... (laughs) The guys, they all go around the house looking for rulers and or measuring tapes. Yeah, and there's just not a single one. No, they look in the pantry. They look in the cellar. They look mm-hmm. in the guest bedroom. They look under their own butts. In the, in the couch cushions. In the couch. Smoke weed every day. Smoke weed every day. That's right. And what they finally 
land on is all of their they are all they say are you thinking what i'm thinking because they start to see the turkey yeah <laughs> they and they sort of they sort of do like jack jack nicholson nodding gif yes yeah they go are you thinking what I'm thinking? <laughs> kind of like Jack Nicholson would say. Yeah. And then doing the nod that he does in the gif. Yeah. And, uh, Monica tells, she, she, uh, doesn't say anything. <laughs> they are all thinking the same thing though, yeah. which is, and we get this cause it shows, you know how like sometimes the show will do silent movie yeah. where it oh, takes sometimes. the, <laughs> like every episode basically where they'll do a scene where they take the dialogue out yeah, and then they just, <laughs> they narrate what the guys are doing (laughs) so it turned to black and white now and there was an old timey piano score that started to come over and the frame rate kind of sped or like the frame rate uh slowed down so the action sped up it looked like an old timey camera of the um charlie chaplin the old west or charlie chaplin or whatever yeah and guys jumping over each other on the stairs yep and so they each kind of look at the turkey you know Uh and they start to un joey starts to undo his pants and drop his trousers. And Chandler does the same. Yep. And then Ross sort of uh, does the same. Sheepishly like, does the same. Yeah, shamefully, sheepishly does the same. And that's where the title card or the interlude card for the silent movie came in. Yep. You know, And it says, even the paleontologist knew he was going to have to hang dong. And uh, he does. He hangs his he dong does. out there. It's full frontal. So, and then they all kind of grab their bellies and laugh a little bit. And one of them pokes each other in the eye. The other one hits each other, hits them on the head with a sledgehammer. Don't remember who did it to whom, but it doesn't matter. And then the movie kind of, the episode kind of changes out of that sort of old timey silent film style and into something a little bit, I don't want to say offensive or anything but it was pretty graphic it was shot more or less just like amateur porn yeah yeah i could tell you trying to find a way not to say it that way but it was filmed it was totally looked like porn style yeah yeah i mean it looked like a it was so basically it turned into vertical video (laughs) like a cell phone at this point yeah right um kind of pixelated and you could tell that the guys were holding the phone in their hands and filming down at their dong that they were hanging. And <laughs> so you start with Joey and and you're kind of POV from Do- Joey and he goes over the turkey, which is full <laughs> to the brim with stuffy stuffing, right? Stuffy. I mean, it's basically like this turkey is a stuffing cream pie. And so Joey goes over to it and he inserts his dong into the, uh, turkey cavity, right? Yeah, he inserts it. Um, yeah, just uh, and, it, and it goes all the way in, right? Like meaning, basically, the the um, the stuffing comes all the way up to his belly or whatever, <laughs> right? Yeah, if you're thinking about the mechanics of how you, you would stick your um, penis into a cavity of a turkey mm-hmm. that's full to the brim with stuffing, it just kind of looked like that. Okay. So, so then, then Joey pulls out, right? Yep. And then they look inside the cavity just to kind of see how far it went. <laughs> and then they're kind of like, they're like, okay, it went in not very far. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. And Joey goes, nah, what can I say? 
And then Ross gets up there. He kind of waddles up there. He grabs the phone. So now you can see his dick. <laughs> yeah, he waddles over because he didn't take his pants all the way off. They're down around his ankles. So he has to kind of do a little bit of like a duck walk. Or <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So he gets there and you can sort of see him angling the camera down at his dong. He slides it on into the turkey and he goes, oh, well, guys, competition's over for me. I didn't even make it past Joey. Yeah. Because so he goes, I didn't feel anything on the end of my anything. dong, is what he says. <laughs> yeah, my tip. Which nothing, means... Nothing felt on my tip. So basically, off science, you could tell nothing. Joey's was farther. Yeah, exactly. Okay. And then Chandler goes, guys, I got this one. Yep. The whole time, Monica's not really watching either. She's just sort of like, I'm going to let them do their thing. Yeah. Um. So Joey gets up there, or um, sorry, Chandler gets up there and he's like ready to do his thing. He grabs the phone from Ross. So now we can see his dong. Listen, just looking at it from POV, I can already tell this thing is exponentially bigger than the other two guys. Exponentially. Yeah. So basically what that means is if Joey's dong was two inches, then that would mean Chandler's is at least four because two squared, two times two, it's four, put it to an exponent. Yeah, it looked at like least double big. Even bigger, though. It could yeah. be like eight, you know, eight big or whatever. Eight big. And so, um, um, big and pink. Okay, so he puts it in. Yeah. And um, it's obvious that it's much longer, right? The turkey yeah. only comes about halfway up his wiener. Right? Yeah, and it, the turkey also kind of lets out a little noise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It kind of goes, Ugh. The turkey goes, Oh, have what I'm having. Right? Right? Yeah, right. Wow, 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 he's very nice. How would you like to suck my butt? That's what Chandler says. Just like that. To the turkey when he said, I'll have what I'm having. And Chandler goes, How would you like to suck my butt? And the turkey goes, Okay. 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 So then this is where it gets tricky because Chandler tries to take the turkey off his dong so it can. Suck so his balls. Suck his- <laughs> but, uh, uh oh. It's, uh-oh. it's stuck. It's stuck. Can't get the turkey off his dong. No. And, like, he really tries. And it sort of turns back into a silent movie here. And both of the other guys grab his arms and try to, like, pull him back and yank him. And um, Joey gets down there with a tub of butter and tries rubbing it onto Chandler's dick until it can maybe slide off like you would with a ring. Exactly. Monica tries arresting the turkey and <laughs> doesn't really work. Joey tries lighting the turkey on fire. Right? Oh yeah, he goes, yeah. I can put this out. I can put this out. He goes, he goes, trust me, I'm a firefighter. He goes, trust me, I'm a firefighter. I can put this out. I can put this out. Yeah. And they go, they all go, put what out? And he goes, this fire I'm about to light on the turkey. And they all say, no, it's no, on no, your no, dong. No. Yeah. No, that's what no, he no. says. And then Ross goes, maybe I can like excavate it or something. And everybody's kind of like, no, your profession's not really needed here. Yeah. Per usual. Yeah. Chandler does not want his nards to get excavated. So they all at this point, point are pretty much at a loss for what to do yeah right? except for because there's also no there okay and you might be thinking like the um viewer the listeners they might be thinking off of when they watch the show yeah because you guys have all seen it um Duh. you're probably thinking the same thing we were thinking why don't they just use a knife to cut the turkey off of his dong you know yeah but there's no knives in the city of chicago yeah right? mayor lisa kudrow banned them right because she had banned guns before and their bombs, and no bombs, and no guns, and no knives. 
because she started to drop in the polls for the presidential race. <laughs> so she's kind of getting a little bit crazier. A little trigger happy. A little trigger happy for banning weapons. Guns, yeah. We've seen A her... knife is a type of gun. And that brings us to this episode's what will Mayor Lisa Kudrow ban next? Yeah. Moment. <laughs> so... I um. She's probably gonna ban um. Uh, bludgeon. Hamburgers. That's what I'm thinking. Bludgeon and hamburgers. Both good guesses. Yeah. Because uh, they could both kill you. <laughs> Don't yeah. I know it? And I'm not just talking about shoving too many hamburgers up your. You know what? Yeah, I like to eat them up my ass. Yep. So that was today's. What will Mayor Lisa Kudrow ban next? Moment. So, yeah. So at this point, they call Rachel. Yeah. Right? And Rachel's um, like, burn unit. Can I help you? And <laughs> who's the one that was on the phone with her? It was Monica. And Monica was basically like, Rachel, it's cop Monica. I'm here with all of our best our best friends, our best the other heroes, friends. you know? So, and uh, she goes, okay, she says this. Um, she goes, I'm here with all of our other best guy friends. And Rachel goes, oh, really? Put me on speaker, you know? Mm-hmm. So Monica puts her on speaker. Yep. And then uh, Rachel goes, who's there? And Monica goes, it's Joey, the firefighter. It's Chandler, the lawyer. And it's Ross, the paleontologist. And Rachel goes, never heard of him. Because she's at the burn unit, right? She goes, never heard oh, of him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because remember when she answered the phone, she went, burn unit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's funny. So she, so she gave a burn to all three of those yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And those guys all start like kind they of go, laughing. Ooh, yeah. ah, ah, ah. Yeah. Yeah. Like they got burned. And Joey got... Can you make that joke the other day? Yeah, and Joey's like, good thing I didn't set a fire in here. Because otherwise it'd be even hotter. Because that would be third. Because this is a second degree burn. It would have been third degree if we yep. also had a fire in here. Yeah, he sort yeah. of said the first joke, and then he kind of followed it up with the, like the punched up version of yeah, that and joke. Yeah, he explains the degrees <laughs> of fire to the other guy, to the other guy, to um, to Monica. Yeah, because Monica goes, "Oh, Joey, would you explain the degrees of fire to me? I've never understood it." And uh-huh. he like goes, he goes into a long explanation. You know, a lot too much. Yeah. And then, uh, or actually, it wasn't Monica who said that. <laughs> it was Rachel. Yeah, because Rachel on the phone, she goes, yeah. could you uh, explain the degrees of fire or whatever? Yeah. Joey goes on like a long time. And then she goes, mm-hmm. not. Not. <laughs> Did you make that joke the other day? Um, and then Rachel goes, hey, guys, is, is do you need me for anything? I'm running out of speakerphone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and she's uh, cause oh, and she's looking at a guy who, cause she's looking over at like one of her patients, you know. Yeah. And uh, it's a um, it's a guy who's in the hospital with a his um his butt is broken, and he still has oh, a yeah. banana peel stuck to his foot. You yeah. Know? And she's like, she's like, gotta go over there and burn him. But so she's got to get off the phone because she got to go burn him. Oh yeah. Yeah. So she's kind of trying to get them off the phone. And they're like, no, wait, 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 wait. We had a real reason we called you. Um, oh, yeah. And then and then Chandler goes, you're never going to believe this, but I got my dick stuck in this turkey. And she goes, oh, I uh, believe I it. I would believe it. Yeah. And then we pan around to the um, outst- uh We pan to, we look through on the opposite side of the hallway from the burn unit. 
is um, it's just like a bunch of guys with their dicks stuck in various things in a room. Oh yeah, you know like how a can of cranberry sauce. Yeah, uh, like you know you can look in on the babies in the incubators when you yeah, like walk through yeah. the baby wing, baby part. Yeah, baby wing. Uh, it's like that, but it's all guys. They got their dicks stuck in cranberries. Yeah, and they're all laying in, they're all laying in like their little incubators. Individual incubators. Cranberry sauce. Mm-hmm. Mashed right. potatoes. Mashed. This guy with his dick <laughs> stuck in the mashed potatoes. Yep. Football. Yes. Um, He's tr- I mean, that makes sense. He was trying to reinflate it. Tofurky. Guy with his tofurky dick. Um, ca- Roasted carrot. Yep. It was a big carrot. And then... Two guys with a dick, dick stuck in each other's. Yep. Yeah. And so it's a really <laughs> odd kind of menagerie yeah, of a, guys. Or a menage a trois and the two guys with their dicks stuck together in case they're just only one away. So if they, they had a third person, it'd be a menage a trois. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If their dicks were touching inside somebody else, it'd be a menage a trois. I don't get enough of it. So Rachel says, anyway, like if you guys come down to the hospital, I can get you in. And they're like, all right. And then I can get you out, Chandler. Yeah. Yeah. And they, so they go to the hospital. We we do a, um, usually in this show, we kind of cover everything, right? So if they were to go get in the car, drive on the freeway. We'd see that whole thing. Yeah. But they actually used this technique, uh, in this episode that I thought was very effective uh-huh. where they cut to the hospital and we just kind of like, what's that called? I don't know what they would call it, you know, but they're just like, they the showed house, the silent now they're movie in the hospital. interlude. It was like cut. And then it went to another, yeah, they were at the hospital all of a yeah. sudden. So I was like, okay, I guess there's magic in this universe now. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I guess there's, did they freaking teleport? Yeah. I've heard of the, uh, I've heard of the Orlando magic and the Chicago bulls, but I've never heard of the Chicago magic. That was one I tried out on you when we were watching the episode, you know? Yeah. And you, like, you did not find it funny. Eh, it was fine. Yeah. Yeah. So they get to the hospital, and um, Rachel's there sort of waiting at the door for them. And they're like, why are you waiting here for us? And she goes, "Ah, I got kind of bored up there. So pulls them in to the hospital. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was interesting. I thought it was like a really interesting choice that the show made where she was kind of like, cause she seemed to have, she like really seemed to be taking pride in her work, you know? Yeah. Where she like was going around burning all these guys or whatever. But then she's just <laughs> waiting outside the hospital. Eh, I get kind of bored. Yeah. And part of me thinks she sort of ran out of ideas for burning the guys, for burning the guys. Maybe she didn't quite understand up top that that was like the, the whole point of the thing. Her job. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so you're saying, okay, that's interesting. So you're saying that when she told the, um, when she told the second guy, she said, where'd you get that jacking off? That was just sort of coincidence that she said that she didn't realize her job was burning guys. Yeah. She just made I think that, she just genuinely thought that it was from like jacking funny, off. She thought it was genuinely from that. And then with the guy that she kept calling a Pinocchio ass motherfucker, Pinocchio looking piece of shit with the long Pinocchio nose and everything yeah that she was just also that that guy killed himself yeah so it's funny that she says that she got (laughs) bored up there because (laughs) we had 
Because what we'd seen right before this, we forgot to say this part, right? Yeah, but now we're saying we it. Forgot, we forgot to tell you that basically, basically we saw her roasting the guy with the, uh, or burning him. We saw her, because a burn is like worse than a roast, right? Yeah, like big you want to roast a turkey, you Ooh, roast it. And yeah, it tastes it's good. Like warm. It tastes good. Roast a turkey. But if you burn, burn a turkey, it, no, no, it tastes bad. bad. Too burnt. And so she's, um, My dick, pink and big. Yo dick stinks like shit. That's an example of a burn, not a roast. Yeah. Right? Painful. Your dick stinks like shit. Exactly. So the heater is coming on in here yeah fuck okay sorry about that i just said we had to cut because the heater came on in here uh but anyway what happened in the and it's loud but but what happened in the episode was uh i'm trying to remember what we're oh yes the part the scene that we had uh we had agreed not to talk about this scene on air beforehand but then sarah referenced it and obviously you guys actually all watched it so sarah and i took that little break to discuss okay should we get into it or not and we decided we would get into it because it was so funny. And so the thing that had happened was Rachel had been uh, roasting, she'd been burning the guy with the banana peel on his foot, you know? And she, uh, like she's saying to him, you know, um, she was kind of, she called him butter, butter toes. Yep. Is one thing that she called so him. What is this freaking Mar- Mario Kart? <clears throat> yes. Um, um, yeah, she hit him with that one. What is this Mario Kart? She gave him that one a couple times. What yeah, is this she Mar- kept singing the Bananas in Pajamas theme song. Yeah. Bananas in pajamas are coming down the stairs. Bananas in pajamas are slipping on peels. Yeah, and then she goes... Um, because you are a fall on your back guy b-a-n-a-n-a-s you are a fall on your back guy b-a-n-a-n-a-s and he started crying he started crying and then the other guy from behind her with the long nose pinocchio <laughs> pinocchio looking sympathy, ass motherfucker he started sympathy crying for mm-hmm. the for the other guy uh sympathy crying really loud and wait why did his nose get real long did we ever find out? No, we didn't find out. And now we never will. Well, we did. Well, we have an idea, which is she, Rachel turns to him when he starts crying and she goes, shut the fuck up, Pinocchio. Get your, keep your long nose out of it. And, yeah. uh, and he goes, it's just the nose I was born with. And then he <laughs> dives out the window uh, and they're on the 17th story. And so, so my Rachel question does, kind of is... <laughs> Why is he there? If that's just kind of how he is. Yeah. It's a little weird. And uh, it's a little. It's, it's not worth little. examining too much, but it's just kind of, kind of a strange. Yeah. Well, he just. Hear, I just look like this, but I'm here. We hear him after he dives out the window and the glass smashes and he has a long fall to the cement below. Oh. We hear him saying, I just wanted to hang out with my friends. And then uh, Rachel, (laughs) Rachel looks around at the other people on the burn unit, you know, and uh, she goes, anybody know that guy? And they all go, no. (laughs) And that's a little needed moment of comic relief in an otherwise pretty somber episode. And then she she goes, and then she goes, we hear a big splat. And then she goes, eh, I'm bored. (laughs) <laughs> she walks out. So that was what brought us to the the other thing. Yeah, so she starts pulling everybody into the hospital. 
on a each of them get their own stretcher just for fun joey chandler and <laughs> ross and monica yeah they each get their own stretcher yeah <laughs> because rachel's like uh if you you're with me so you can just kind of have your own she makes them lie Superman style on the stretcher with their arms out in front of them. And she just pushes holding them Holding on to the stretcher in front of them. Like, like yeah. a series of train cars. Right. And then she just pushes all of them. Yeah. Yeah. Like she's a train engine, like a rear train, <laughs> yeah, like rear, a rear, rear powered train engine. Yeah. Um, so she has a hard time steering. Because if you ever tried that, you know, where you're like. Yeah, I tried that all the time. <laughs> you ever, yeah, me too. And I'm really good at it, but most people have a hard it's time. It's hard with it. for a lot of people, yeah. except for you. Like, you know how Zoolander can't turn left? Hmm? You know how Zoolander, Derek Zoolander, male model, Blue Steel, hmm. Derek Zoolander's school for kids who can't read good and want to learn to do other stuff good too? Is that that guy whose friends all died in the gasoline fire? What is this? A computer for ants? Or a center for. It's in a center for ants? Mm hmm. He's. It's, they're inside the computer. You don't know who I'm talking about? The I guy who's all of his friends died in a gasoline fire. Yes. The other models, they die when they're playing with the gasoline outside the pump. Mm-hmm. The gas station. At the gas pump, playing with the gasoline. I know the friends. I don't know him, though. Okay. Well, anyway. He can't turn left. So imagine that, but twice <laughs> as hard with pushing around a bunch of stretchers. Uh-huh. So anyway, uh, we're coming towards the end of the episode, actually, at this point. Um which I thought was an interesting choice because usually these episodes are about three or four hours long. And this one was a tight 32 minutes. Yeah. So we spent 15 minutes with the table, the, no, the first part before even the table scene started where, Oh, right. 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 Just like trying trying to sweet potatoes with the gravy. 15 minutes with Joey trying to sweet potatoes with the gravy. And it's (laughs) so gross. Nasty. Like a dick. It stinks like shit. And then we got a couple minutes at the table and then the blow up scene and yep. then the dicks and the turkey. Mm-hmm. And then these last, this last part of it, they, it was really fast. Yeah. So you had to, it was like you were watching on 1.5 speed or something. Yeah. You had to camcorder it and then play the VHS back extra slow. If you yep. wanted to see everything that happened, which we did a couple times. Yeah. Couple times, yeah. To kind of catch everything. Yeah. Can't get anything past us. So, Basically, what happened after that? Um, basically, Rachel kind of gets them up to the floor with all the other guys with their dicks stuck and stuff. And she um, just kind of gently pops it off his dick. Yeah. And like stuffing sort of goes everywhere. And um, I, I don't know why they felt like they needed to show this, but the turkey was full of cum. Come on. Come on. Come in, more like. but the turkey. Right, exactly. What did. Yeah, he did. And he goes, Sorry, guys, I couldn't help but add a little gravy of my own. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. I have nipples, Greg. Could you milk me? And what Do you we said was, that? I was not going to pay. Do you guys remember that? If you remember it, what you remember is we said, I wasn't going to play it till the end of the episode. And this was the end of the television episode. Uh, there was a post credit scene, and we'll discuss that. This was the formal end of the episode was mm-hmm. it went like, you know, it was like, yep, which was his Chandler's dong getting pulled out of the turkey. <laughs> and then they made those cum jokes to each other. And then the credits rolled executive produced by, you know, I don't give a shit about, I don't pay attention to that shit. Yeah, I know. But so then the post credit scene starts playing picture in picture with the credits, you know, where they are, they show next up on the network <laughs> yeah. and then they show the picture in picture post credit scene. Uh-huh. 
And it's funny because... Oh, so funny. It was so... Oh, because it was kind of... You know Chekhov's gun? Uh-huh. Yeah, where the gun that's shown in the first has to go off in the third. Uh-huh. Well, the mayor, Lisa Kudrow, that's shown in the first has to go off in the third. Yep. And what she's going off about is her campaign. Oh. And who she's going off to? Everybody, Everybody. in the hospital. So she's walking around the hospital sort of handing families envelopes of cash and saying, will you vote for me? And if they seem hesitant, she's sort of leaning toward like the where all the stuff is plugged in. And like if there are family members on life support, she sort of like gestures like she's going to pull the plug. Yeah. And um, no, 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 no. Miss Kudra, please, please. We'll vote for you. We'll vote for you. Yeah. And then she says, you're welcome for the thousand dollars and walks away. Yeah. And she's all. We're going to South Carolina and Oklahoma and Arizona and North Dakota and New Mexico. We're going to California and Texas and New York. And we're going to South Dakota and Oregon and Washington and Michigan. And then we're going to Washington, D.C. to take back the White House. And that's the last shot of the episode. Yeah, but then it goes black. (laughs) We're getting that in the camera and then it goes black. And then you just sort of hear the other heroes talking. Yeah, yeah. Joey goes, you see, guys, she's got what it takes. And all the other heroes kind of agree. And Rachel says, I'm glad we got to spend Thanksgiving together. Hey, why don't we go to the vending machines and have ourselves a little feast? Exactly. And then Joey kind of goes, anything (laughs) would be better than Monica's sweet potatoes and gravy. And then Monica, you can hear just kind of like the handcuffs getting slapped on Joey's wrists. Mm -hmm. And that's the end of the episode. (laughs) Yeah. And then when you turn the TV off... Somehow it still plays another sound through Which it. is spooky, but fun. Yeah. Uh, I know for me, what it was, was I usually sit and stare at the TV for a while after yeah. I play it. So I was just kind of sitting there. And then a few hours later, someone showed up on the door. They rang the doorbell. They showed up. They were, they asked if they could come in. They said, we got a singing gram and, uh, which is not a very catchy name for it. Yeah. It could have just, they could have just said it's singing telegram. Yes. He goes, we've got a singing gram. And I go, who's we? He's like, it's just one guy. (laughs) He goes, yeah, whatever. (laughs) Anyway, all this is a lot of buildup to say what then he did was he went and he got behind the TV and he went, I just can't get enough of those sweet potatoes and gravy. That's what he said. (laughs) And that was worth it. That was the actual, actual end. And not everybody necessarily <laughs> got that. No, it's incredible that the network paid for that guy to come do that for us just to kind of. I think it's only for premium subscribers, but it's definitely, I think, to us enhanced the experience quite a bit. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, so, so, okay. So, all right. Uh, find us at Please Save Me Pod on Twitter and uh, please tell us what you thought of this episode. Oh, we'd love Was to hear. Was there anything that you would have cut from it? Uh, I'm guessing there's not. No, uh, there are only 32 minutes. There's nothing there to cut. Is there anything that you would add to it? Maybe. There could be. Yeah, like what? I don't know. I mean, this is for our listeners, you know? Yeah, um, more shots of dong, I guess. More shots of dong. For the ladies. You know, maybe you wanted, uh, you know, maybe you wanted um, the, uh, you know, hey kid, toss me a Pepsi. You know that commercial? Oh, yeah. Maybe they wanted to see that in the episode. Um, What's something else they would have wanted to see? Maybe they would have wanted to see... I wanted to see, honestly, I wanted to see the turkey come. Exactly. I'm also just a girl. Standing in front of a boy. Asking him to love her.
Exactly. And that's been the recap. So that brings us to the segment. segment. Sarah, is this the favorite part of the show for, for you? For me, it is. It's like um, if this is a Thanksgiving meal, um, I'm full on turkey and cranberry sauce and green bean casserole and mashed potatoes and yams and rolls and all that good stuff. But the segment is the pie at the end of the meal. And that brings us to what the segment is is this is this week's segment is pie not brought to you by darren aronofsky but spelled the regular way with an e not like the number that they use in math and not in black and white so that's this week's segment um and if you're wondering it's a just a reminder the segment we're about to do it's a pie not brought to you by darren aronofsky and but spelled the regular way with an e in the end not the way that they use in math and the way that we're doing this segment is it's if you could have any type of pie, which type <laughs> would you have? <laughs> so, Sarah, we're going to go to you first. Okay, cool. Thank you. Um, coconut cream. Okay. What about you? Probably apple. Cool. This has been... Pie, not brought to you by Darren Aronofsky, but spelled the regular way with an E at the end, not like the math stuff. I have nipples, Greg. Could you milk me? Smells like courage. Pink and big is grosser than stinks like shit. They're both pretty gross. Stinks like shit. (laughs) <laughs> it's really nasty. Yeah, but that's Stinks like, ex- like shit. That's like expected, but to say my it's dick is not that expected. <laughs> yeah, it's come not on. Not expected. <laughs> <laughs> Your dick shouldn't stink like shit. <laughs> no, that's not what I mean. It's like it's like expected to say. Yeah. But my dick Pink and big. It's like if somebody said that to you, you'd be like, I. It's normal. <laughs> it's normal. To say your dick is it's pink, pink and, and big. big. I know that it's normal to be for a dick to be pink and big. But it's, it's weird that he's bragging about it. 